It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. According to the Missing Dogs Ireland Facebook page, dog thieves are tying different coloured twines outside of homes where they've identified pets to be stolen. To tell us more, I'm joined by the administrator of the Facebook page, uh, Kate O'Connor. Good morning to you, Kate. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm very good and, and you're very welcome. God, but this is really devious. Can you outline what, what you believe is going on? Well, the, the thing about it is, it's like dog theft has always been there. You know, like it's, uh, it, it's been going on for so many years um, daily. Um, but since the, the start of the pandemic... Um, it's just gotten like 10 times worse. Um, there just seems to be a fierce demand um, for for dogs. And the thing is, we've put it down to people being at home and wanting to kind of get a dog, you know, to, to entertain them in one respect, you know, while they're off work and whatever. Um, and it's it's just the worst that we've ever seen it. Yeah, you, I mean, you are you are right, and and you know, here at the radio station, we certainly would always have been contacted about dogs going missing, and you'd get maybe a couple of them a week, but it's yeah. almost that, epi- and I'm supposed to use the word epidemic with the pandemic that we're going through, but it is almost as epidemic proportion. It's it's just, and it's dogs of all different shapes and sizes. See, this is the thing, and like, I was only speaking to someone the other day, and we were saying that like looking back on the prices of dogs, in, like, say, from maybe three or four years ago to now, like, you could get a, um, a Bichon or a Shih Tzu or whatnot, say, from anything from, say, from three to six hundred. And now they're fetching anything from seven to twelve and thirteen hundred euros. You know, and these people are meeting, are going on Dundee and they're going on Gumtree or whatever, and they're meeting these people in car parks and they're just handing over this money. You know, like without seeing the mother or the father or, you know, seeing pups like grow up with the parents, you know, before buying them or whatever. Um, but a lot of it, too, is there has been a lot of dog fighting, oh. um, dog fighting rings and that. And they would sadly steal people's dogs to train them to fight or they would use them for baiting. Oh, my goodness. Um, we won't even th- we won't even oh, think no, about that. Go oh, my no, God, no. we won't even think about I it. I mean, I'm always I, I you know, I've interviewed so many heartbroken people uh, and particularly since the the pandemic I mean yes. literally it, they're just broken hearted they're because their much loved pet ha- the has gone and you you like to try and think if they don't get the pet back that they've just gone on to an, uh, another home and they'll be looked after and, and they will be loved it doesn't take from the heartbreak of the person whose dog has been stolen though do you think they are 
chasing out people's houses? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. You know, they'd watch their routine for, for a few weeks and then they, they'd know, you know, if they were going to work, then coming back, going to the gym and then leaving for an hour in between and things like that. They, they have it well mapped out for the dog to be stolen, you know? Do you think drone? Do you think drones are being used? Um, yeah, there is like, like more so with the pandemic. There has been. We've never heard of it before. Like mm. we have heard of it before, but we wouldn't have like said that it was for for kind of dog napping and that. Do you know what I mean? But since the pandemic, it has risen hugely. Um, for like, the, it, do you know what? It's so well thought out and mapped out. These people have it done like the way they have it done that you wouldn't even, in your everyday life, you wouldn't even think to, do you know what I mean, to check, like, is, is this, do you know, you'd be so busy in your own little life that you that you wouldn't be kind of looking around to see if anything is different around the place. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, even with the with the markings, like, they have white toy rack, black toy rack. There's, like, there's blue, there's red, there's yellow, there's green, like, bits of ribbon, chalk, um we we determined over the years that the, the different colours was for um, the breeds and that, you know. Wow. Um, and we spoke to someone that said um, that the yellow and the blue was for the uh, bigger dogs. No, the, the for, were for the smaller dogs and the, the red and the, the blue were for the larger breeds. And I think the red indicating maybe like a German Shepherd or a collie, or um, a Labrador, or, or something like that. But um, it, it is a well thought out um, organisation. And there's money to be made at the end of it. So that's why they're so. That's why they're so organised. And thousands. And this is the thing we we say to people every day to microchip your dogs, to neuter your dogs. You know, because like nine times out of ten, if they steal a female that's like not space, she will be used as um, used for breeding. You know, and they'd make thousands out of her. Mm. And it's, it's very, very sad. And like, because this dog is just confined to a small area and no, like, it's just in a shed or wherever. And it, like, once it goes in, it never comes out. Yeah, bred in a, tr- breeding in atrocious, atrocious yeah. condition. M- M- you mentioned microchipping, uh, Kate. Yes. It does help, doesn't it? Oh, a thousand percent. Like, we had um, a story that came in, um, was it last week, of a collie that went missing six months ago. Um, above in Wicklow and the woman was at home she just thought that the dog was gone and that was it she'd never get the dog back until she got a phone call from the pound that they were after finding her dog six months later because of the microchip my goodness and the thing about the microchips are the microchips are implanted in the neck but the microchips can actually move along the body and we say like for for people to maybe about six months to a year to go back to the vet and just get their dog re-scanned just to see the position of the microchip mm. because like it could be down at the like as I said in the neck it could travel down the base to the end of the or the, the start of the, the tail and um, we've seen things like that where we've scanned dogs and it's down right up under kind of say near the ribcage just above there so um, we would advise people to just get it checked over Yeah when you have your vet when you have the dog in for the vet Yes. Just have a look at it. Or else you could just, or else you could just go to any um, pet shop and just ask them just to scan your dog just to see where it's positioned. You don't necessarily have to go and pay the vet. And update, update your contact details and all of that. Yes, absolutely, all the time. Um, the thing is, we would advise to put, like, say, two contact numbers on the microchip, 
um, if if there's no like if there's not two people in the household to put your vet or to put and your own contact details on the um, on the chip. And God forbid if your dog is stolen within the first twenty four hours, it is so important to contact your um, chipping company that have chipped your dog um, and say to them, can you flag your dog is stolen? Um, it's so important because we've seen so many cases where new owners of dogs have brought a dog into the vet to get the, the, the dog checked over, vaccinated and everything else. And when the vet would scan the dog and it would come up immediately as stolen um, and they would contact the owners. It's happened so many times. Um, not as many times as we wish it, it should have happened. Um, but we've reunited dogs after two, three, even four years because of flagging the, the microchip as stolen. And of course, the person who's handed over the money in good faith are straightway out of pocket as well. Well, the, the way I see it, I don't show no mercy to people that would go and meet somebody in a car park. You know, like people that are going meeting these breeders in car parks, you know, are like, they're as bad as the people that are staying in the dogs. Wow. You know, wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just, they all, like, even, they, oh, there's just so much you can tell. And it's just so unimaginable that people are still, with all the, the warnings that are out there, not just on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, it's been on the paper, it's been on local flyers, posters, that, like, we know people want these lovely little fluffy little dogs and they're all cute and whatnot. But if you look at the backstory of these puppies, they're not, it's not a happy start and it's certainly not a happy ending you know. And that's why the advice is if if you want to go down the route of a pedigree dog and you're willing to hand over a lot of money you need to go, you need to see the pup. You need to see like the thing about it, I I wouldn't promote, I don't promote breeders, I don't like breeders Um, I'm all for rescue because there are so many rescues in Ireland they are phenomenal, the work that they put into the dogs to rehabilitate them to get them ready for a new home, like these people are volunteers, they're incredible. Um, but if people do want a Pacific breed, there are rescues all over Ireland that do do have Pacific breeds only, you know. Um, it, like if people Google rescues in Ireland, there are phenomenal ones out there. Yeah, yeah. If people do want to get a dog from a breeder, I would advise them to go to the property. Um, like view the mom, the mother and the father, you know, like go from the coming weeks from when the from the when the pup is born all the way up to eight or nine weeks. Ask can you go weekly to see the progress of the dog and how the dog has been treated. Um and and then hand over your money. But for me, rescuing a dog is like I have three rescue dogs myself and they all came from absolutely horrific conditions. But to see them now years on, the loyalty and the love from the little shell that they were to now, that it is phenomenal, and you get so much more out of a rescue dog. Because I have so many times, Kate, on this program spoken yeah. about that, and the yeah. the dog it's as if the dog knows it's after getting a second chance, and they're looking at you, the owner, and saying it's because of that woman, Kate, there that I'm getting a second That's chance, it. and the, you know, the, as loyal as a dog, there's nothing like the love and the loyalty you'll get from the rescue dog who's getting the second chance. It is. And the thing about it is, is like rescues always, like they're always looking for fosters. Reason being is that they don't want the dogs to be in kennels, that they want them to be in foster homes to get used to a family, you know, to, for just like to kickstart their, their journey to going on to their forever home. 
and I've seen it myself. Like I'm a failed fosterer because any dog <laughs> I've brought in, I haven't given him back, so I had to stop. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it was a case of like, if I kept going, I would have been, I would have had forty dogs at one stage. You know, because um, when you see them coming in as a little shell, I have one little little girl. She's a Jack Russell, and she even when you pet her, she before um, she soil herself in fear. But now she's the most cheekiest, sassiest little dog. <laughs> she rules the roost. She's amazing. Isn't that brilliant? That is brilliant. And if, if God forbid, your dog is stolen, your advice on the microchipping is, is fantastic. The first, the first 24 hours is vital. And what, what, what else to, what should somebody do? Well, like, the thing is, like, if, like, people to contact local missing dogs pages you know we, we, we say to contact us immediately because we, we say to make a dog too hot to handle like you know the way social media works like yeah. our platforms are run over Facebook Instagram Twitter um, and we are linked in with everything so if we share on Facebook it's instantly shared to our Instagram and then we link it straight to our Twitter like everyone is on social media you know like it, it's, it's fa- it goes faster around social media than it would for the Gardaí mm. we would advise people to go to the Gardaí even though their hands are tight um, there's not much that they can do. They could check, ask for, like, you know, ask for dash cam footage or CCTV. But the thing about it is, is what I will say, the Gardaí have been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal through this pandemic. Um, they have gone above and beyond. Um, people give the Gardaí an awful lot of sticks saying, oh, why can't they just go in and do X, Y and Z? Their hands are tied. The, legis- the legislations aren't there. We've been trying to push the laws for tougher sentencing and for the Gardaí to be able to do more. Um, but we would advise people to get posters out. Um, the first 24 hours to five days are, are crucial to get your dog back. And that's why I use social media. I know we interviewed a woman a couple of weeks ago whose dogs uh, were stolen. Uh, one was picked up microchipped, thank God, down in Kerry and she went and collected it and went, by the time she got back home, the other, the other had been dumped back in the garden and she reckoned it was too hot to handle because it was all over social media. It, it was terrific. And actually just today, I've had a lovely card, a thank you card and a beautiful photograph of Lola, gorgeous, handsome oh, looking black Lola, dog. Yes, Do you know Bernie. Lola? I do Bernie's um, doggy. Yeah, Bernie, John, yes. and Lola in yes. in Copine, and she and she just yes. wanted to thank us for for the role that we played in trying. He Lola was missing for twenty five days. Yes, yes. I I I, I spoke to her. I the, she was speaking to someone on social media. They said get in contact with Kate Connor and whatever, whatever. So she phoned me, and I spoke to her, and her poor heart was broken. And we did all we could, and we were we were advising her and telling her not to give up hope and when I the day that when I woke up and when I seen the post the tears flooded yes. down my face and I she, was just so happy and for it's her. a picture of Lola before she went missing she's skinny oh. now after her ordeal but she'll come yes. back she'll come back uh, well amazing. done yeah it's great it's great listen you're doing fantastic work you Missing Dogs Ireland uh, dog Facebook Harry. page it's, it's fantastic uh, we'll speak again no doubt Kate in the meantime yes. thank you for that absolutely no problem at all Good thanks for joining us uh, bye bye uh, Kate O'Connor there one of the administrators on that Missing Dogs Island Facebook page. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.